back to Robot Stone Age. It is I, your beautifully bearded co-host Cody, and on today's episode, we will be talking about the third installment slash episode of our own show, uh, Who Asked for This? The Sketch Comedy. But before we get into that, of course, with me here today is the kinky co-host Keani. Hello, motherfuckers. And for his second return, because believe it or not, if you book a double episode, you can actually get him twice in a row. It's the Donk DJ. Mm-hmm. You get the dong twice, yes, twice in a row. I am one of the few men able to do that. All right, well, I, we told ourselves this one wouldn't be as dirty. That's a magical skill, CJ. <laughs> we went over this. We had an HR meeting. I called in everybody. Jake had to come in. <sighs> Sometimes life's a double-edged sword or a double cheeseburger. <laughs> so, what have you guys been up to? I have been playing The Last Oasis recently, right? Yes. Which I, I got Cody into a little bit, and we haven't explored enough of it for me to fully justify explaining it. But it's a survival game. A We're playing on a PvE, but it's inherently PvP, so, you know, and if you're not on our server, you can kill other people. You're essentially on Earth after, I believe, an asteroid impacted Earth, or maybe a couple did. And it really, it did things like it shattered the moon because it hit the moon on the way by. Oh, damn. Yeah, the moon's all fucked up if you look up in the sky. And everything on Earth has sort of either evolved in an odd way or de-evolved. So there are creatures that, they very much resemble the monkeys, creatures from 2001 A Space Odyssey in the opening, if you've ever seen that one. Or from the old insurance commercials with Nick Kroll. Or from the old Planet of the Apes movies. It's kind of, it's like dudes in monkey suits, kind of. So like a regression, basically? Yeah, it's like a regression or de-evolution and, uh, in that regard. But there's also dragons in other places. It's uh, interesting. I like dragons. The, every so often the Earth, uh, half of the Earth's surface gets completely scorched by the sun. Because, you know, the lack of ozone layer and greenhouse gases to help us. And that's how I lost my first walker. Yeah, that's how we lost all our stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, how we lost it, apparently, Cody, uh, was there was a massive, like, global wipe, or set rollback, sorry. Clinton found uh, the uh, patch notes, and I was like, oh. Yeah, what do you gonna do? I have a new walker. It has the same things, wings, and it's pretty, it's, it's adorable. Let me be honest with you guys, they're cute. Oh, they are. They like, yeah. uh, unless you're afraid of bugs, you might not dig them. True. It's just a wooden bug that, like, yeah. wa- instead of wheels, you have feet, and you just have to pedal it, and it, like, walks. That's cool. Sometimes, like, I just, I describe the machinery as, like, a a steampunk without the steam. It's wood punk. Yeah, wood punk. I kind of like that. Yeah, and the combat system is very unique. They call that swing manipulation. That's a system popularized by chivalry and Mordhau. And I get to main a quarterstaff as my weapon, which is really what I fucking want out of most video games, because it's pretty fucking cool. I like quarterstaffs. I don't know why. They're nice weapons. Very true, sir. That's pretty much Last Oasis in a nutshell. And, um, let's see if I can, if I can think up another one for you. So. You did get shot in the face in GTA. Yes, I, I keep forgetting I'm playing Grand Theft Auto Roleplay again. So, yeah, I my new character, not even ten hours in, shot in the face. So I um, I was checking out the territory that the previous faction I was in owned. That faction was a Native American faction with actual Native American members in it, too. It's kind of funny how we all kind of found each other like that. Anyway, it was, you know, geared to be going towards state recognition before it fell apart, yada, yada, yada. That was like over a year ago. 
I come back today to see that it's boarded up. So I'm doing this role play with my character where I'm trying to basically look for everybody. I go out to the mountain where the old reservation was, and I see that a tunnel's blocked off. So I'm like, okay, I got to go an alternate route that takes you on this very shady path, and you go over this creek on a very crappy wire, like, metal bridge. So I was headed down that way, and I saw a black car about... 100 feet in front of me driving. Same direction I'm going. We're not going to pass each other. You know, he's ahead of me. So I purposely slow down because, you know, I'm in the middle of nowhere and my character is female at, like, the car she's driving. You can tell she's a female. So if you're a criminal, you're probably going to be like, ah, this is the car. And I fucking called it because when I got close to the bridge, I see that he's turned around kind of facing where I would be coming from. Like, he 180'd at some point. is waiting on me. And as I'm getting closer, I alternated my speed because I'm like, he looks like he's fixing to ram me from the side. Uh, He sucks at driving, and I'm better at driving, so he pulls out too far, and I just scooch right past him. And he shoots through my side window, and it hit my character in the side of her cheek and came out the front. So she's got a wicked little scar there. GTA's fucking wild. It can be. It's not Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, absolutely not. It is not Grand Theft Auto 5 Online. When You you know, it's not the the hackers on the jetpacks and... 10-year-olds and voice chat. It's none of that. It's it's a serious role-play and text-based that. Yeah. So, I couldn't do the voice-based thing where, like, I get pulled over. Hello, sir, can I see your license and registration? Yes. No, no, you may not. Go to school. Or Andrew, the local baller gang member, calling oh. you all kinds of slurs. Yeah. He's like, dude, I can tell you're 15 and painfully white. <laughs> yeah. Painfully white. That's gonna be there. You're on the wrong set, cuz. Where are you from, homie? <laughs> hey, you get up out of here set. now. Yeah. <laughs> You're clearly not from anywhere near here either. <laughs> Can't do this. Yeah. Can't do that. So that's where text that's why text base. Uh and that's another thing too that I like about it. Like we tend to stay more in the country where we avoid a lot of like for lack of a better term, cringe roleplay. Yeah. Cause you get a lot of that in the city. A lot of um one thing I do not like, I'm adamantly against it, is underage roleplay. I don't like oh, the God, idea yeah. of a, a server that allows things called like erotic roleplay, which is sex. It's fucking weird. Me and Cody are definitely... I mean, I'm not trying to shame people too hard, but I'm shaming you a little bit if you do ERP. Because, you know, that's weird, bro. It's just... Why not just watch some porn or just play a game that's exclusively about the fucking... Right, because you know both dudes are tugging it while it's happening. They're pretending the other one's yeah. not a dude, but dude, you know. You know what's up. And maybe maybe that's getting one of them there, and no judgment there. Maybe it's getting me there thinking about, let's not talk about that. So It's just like the server went through painstaking efforts to supply you with sex animations. Go watch some fucking hentai like a normal pervert. Yeah, they did. So... I'm not so happy that in that server with the erotic roleplay that they also have a lot of players who want to roleplay like 14-year-old gangbangers and stuff. Right. Because they've only seen like five movies because these are Europeans we're talking about here. So Primarily. Not a lot of Americans. As a gamer, I've interacted with Europeans my whole life. Mm-hmm. And they, they say the worst fucking shit. Oh my god. You get you a Russian, dude, they'll make you lose faith in humanity, an Eastern European on their stuff. (laughs) I think by default, if you're a Russian, you've lost faith in humanity. (laughs) No, I'm not not saying that's all of them. That's just, you know, on average, modernly, like the American gamer has sort of aged a little bit. You know, the racism is not completely gone, but now you'll see groups of gamers jumping on someone's ass for it. That's true. And you can also generally learn how to avoid 
people that are completely racist in American lobbies, I guess. Because I just, like, leave the lobby. I'm like, yeah, fuck this guy. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, to make that rant just shortened, thankfully they do not allow the overlap of erotic roleplay and the underage. I just do not like those things sitting side by side. For one, for two, a lot of them are exploiting the fact that they're like their character's fourteen, so they'll they'll shoot at you and just go to juvie. You know, they basically get the slap on the wrist if you beat them up. You know, you hit a kid. Yeah, it's 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 a gray area there. I hate it. But their character still hits like a grown ass adult. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, can't really do much about that. It's it's uh, and whatever. It's it's bullshit. Anyways, it's not our server. No, I'm just remembering when we used to play on great servers and San Andreas multiplayer. Yeah, instead of ones that just kind of shit all over the place because there's only competition. As I'm sure people here are painfully aware, that's how you and I and we're in, you know met each other years ago, many moons ago. Like twelve years. Uh, 12, 13, if it goes like beyond seven, I, I don't care to count. Yeah, it's too high. It's so That's rocket long. science at that fucking point. Let's be real. I've certainly known you longer than I've known Keanu. I mean... But yeah, so for me, and, and I'm sure it's like this for you too, Cody, it's, for me, it's like a very nostalgic jog down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason why it's consumed so much of my time playing it, even if like nothing too exciting goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Your soul. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I haven't even, like, killed anyone in the fucking game since I started playing it, like, hardcore last October, but... Shit, just go down that bridge, I went down, you'll get shot in the face. I mean, I've had plenty of opportunities. Like, I talked about it once in the podcast, but some dickwads tried to rob me when I first started my last character, mm-hmm. and they were, like, yelling stuff, so I pulled over in my car and whipped out the Glock and, like, started firing at them as they drove away because they didn't have a gun on them, apparently. But they were shouting shit, like, pull over or we'll shoot you in the head and all that. So I just hopped out and started firing at them. <laughs> it's like, oh, they weren't armed at all. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I still got away with it. I mean, what can, What are they going to do? You got a gun. I guess they can report you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wasn't supposed to have a gun. Anyways, what else have you been up to? Is there anything else? No, that, that concludes it. Okay, okay. Who do you want to throw it to? I'm giving it to Kiani because we fucked her over last time. Okay. Oh, thanks. Thanks, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Flick the bean, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we've talked about my confidence through creativity program, mm-hmm. um, your holistic art experience. Awesome stuff. We've got the main program, the main course. Well, I've decided to make a, like, a series of three mini courses, and I'm calling them appetizers. Yeah, you are. Oh, that sounds delicious. It was Cody's, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about doing these mini courses, and he goes, why don't you call them appetizers? Please, please tell me you're calling them appetizers. I'm like, oh my god, now yes I am. I absolutely am. And Cody, please tell me you were hungry when you came up with the idea. <laughs> I am pretty much always hungry anymore, so. Yeah. There you go. It, it might be a tapeworm. I'm sorry. Keanu. So, <laughs> the, three, the three courses are uh, deconstruction, which mm-hmm. is um, recognizing breakdown and reframe of limiting beliefs. Um, Mm -hmm. the second one is creative cultivation, basically about creating a solid and healthy creative process that feels aligned with you. And then the next one is inner light nourishment, which is about like nourishing the inner you, like what makes your soul sing, what lights you the fuck up and taking time to pour into your cup. Because I feel like that is something that we lack, especially in the rise and grind culture that we live in. People don't take the time to pour into their cup in the way that you need to because you should be giving from your overflow. That's why you end up having burnout and burnout compounds. 
you crash and you think that you pick back up after a while and then, you know, you crash again because you're not taking the time to, to nurture yourself in the way that you need to. I'm pretty sure I pissed in my cup and then flung the piss all over my workplace. Uh-huh. I think that's what happened with mine. I mean, that's fair. That's well-deserved. I believe that's <laughs> in your job description. Yeah, it came up. I mean, it did say sanitize, right? Yeah. yeah it is sterile, right? <laughs> it's sterile. It's sterilized. <laughs> but yeah, so those are the three courses. Each one has the option to upgrade and you can get um, an inner light intensive, which is basically like a one-on-one with me. And we go over like your visionary impact and really getting clear on like the who, the what, and the why Mm -hmm. um, that you want to do what you want to do. And yeah. And then at the end of each one, um, if you want more, I ask if you're still hungry. And then I said, that's okay. Uh, Sometimes an appetizer isn't enough and that's okay. Because the main course is 50% off. That's that shit right there. Yeah. That's that shit right there, right? The the are you still hungry part was actually Izzy's idea. And then they'll be begging you for the dessert. Exactly. Because I'm fat and I love cake. Exactly. How do you feel about cream pies? Uh, mm, I love a good cream pie. I don't like my own. Why am I doing? <laughs> Wait, you've tried yours? Yeah, it's not that good. I love a cream pie. <laughs> I can't remember the sun. I, I never milk, get right? the milk mixture right. <laughs> what, milk? What are you? What are we talking about here? What kind of cream pie are you talking about? I'm talking about the kind that happens between my thighs. Oh, <laughs> Keanu, with a reference outside of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, or any orifice in general. <laughs> yeah, it still counts. <laughs> I don't know why I'm the one to derail it this time. I don't know. I'm like, if you squeeze SpongeBob. Yeah, you don't want oh, it. Man. <laughs> oh God, that's a so, that's a defense mechanism. Actually, I just secrete it. That is the best way to get people to flee from you. I find. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most of the women that I came near tend to f- run away. <laughs> Emotional damage. Oh, I'm really glad we have Jake to be like the person who can decide what's actually acceptable or not. <laughs> and maybe he can explain to us how we got here. I feel like it's all acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> It's all acceptable. Uh, Authenticity, Jesus. baby. I am proud of you for going with uh, appetizer instead of just the tip. Yeah. Right? And then the shaft's 50% off. I actually listen to a podcast called Just a Tip. Oh, oh, a- any random tip? Like a glory hole? Or she, yeah, tip of the, the hat? or tip of the, All that. All of those Okay, things. so um, any reference to a tip. It's um, Tip Harris? Her name's Megan, but Megan Batoon, Megan Baton. I don't know, mm. but she, she's an entrepreneur and she's also like a creative and does all these projects and does all this stuff. And so she's got this podcast and she has all these people on it definitely hits on like the spiritual woo with yeah. a lot of what I do. So that's fucking phenomenal. Um, it's good vibe. Speaking of uh spiritual woo, all of the woo. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. I went and got a massage recently mm-hmm. and it was a Groupon massage and I was not expecting it to be like this, but I'm so glad that it was. I went in there and it was she wasn't just like a regular massage parlor. She was like with all of the spiritual shit and the aligning of the chakras and all of that goodness. And Aww. so anyone got a happy ending joke? <laughs> I was waiting for it to be perfect. Uh, that, that would be low hanging fruit. <laughs> I was like, is CJ going to take this one? I don't know. It feels weird. <laughs> it was more of an experience as opposed to just having a fucking massage. And I like, I cried while I was there. We talked about some really deep shit. And mm-hmm. like, it turns out like, just some things that came up that like you ever have like synchronicities in a situation that you're like, holy shit, there's no way that that was just 
happenstance. You ever have anything like that happen to you? In relation to like a past event? Just, just in general. Like I, like her and I were talking, we were talking about some really deep stuff. And then she was talking about how her grandmother had passed. And I was really close to my grandmother that had passed and come to find out our grandmothers had the same fucking birthdays. Yes. Like, yeah, I mean, that does. So, so things like that, that I'm just like, these are like these spiritual moments that I be having, like, they're like reminders that I need to like it conversation that like triggers certain things that I like needed to hear Mm. for me, like internally, like for my emotions and things like that. So it was just, it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful fucking moment. And I'm going to go back and I've been having some issues with my root chakra. So this has inspired me to start an entire series utilizing the color red because I have an aversion to the color red and the color red is actually related to um, your root. And so I'm going to create a series using that color because I don't ever use that color. And so hopefully it will be like a healing cathartic type thing for me. And I'm really looking forward to that. I also recently had a artist that I follow and that I've purchased art from her before. She sent me surprise art. I got, yeah, I got home today and I had a tube on my front porch and it was from Alyssa's darling art uh, you can find her on IG at Alyssa's Darling Art. Um, she sent me three free prints, and I'm just and they're like large size prints, and I'm like fuck to the yes. I was so excited, so I made a video and everything, and I plan on sharing that because you know I love supporting other fucking creatives, and that was a nice little. That was so nice. That was so fucking nice. This made me feel good. So yeah, that's that's what I've got and had going on. What's about you, Cody? Um, before I get to my recents, do you guys want a quick report on something called Pope Day? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, it was primarily a thing in Boston, I believe it was like the 1700s, because of course it's Boston, um, an anti-Catholic holiday. Uh, in Boston? Yeah. So they would do things like uh, make effigies of the Pope, and it would be like, I'm going to, really quick abbreviation, there's a lot more fascinating history here. Um, little boys would do like little potato popes and things, and... It would eventually grow to, like, the north side did a Pope effigy and the south side of town did a Pope effigy. Hmm. And then once a year on Pope Day, they would get together and just beat the shit out of each other to decide which one they would get to burn at the proper spot. Okay. It's the most Boston thing. I thought you said poke, as in, like, take my finger and poke Me you. Me too. Day. No, no, Pope, as in the Holy Pope. I was like, oh. I was like, you walk around giving people little pokes? <laughs> Come here. It is an Come extremely anti-Catholic holiday. Here, baby, let me give you a little poke. And then you said anti-Catholic, and then I was like, but Catholics are known for like no birth control and having a lot of kids, so a little poke day sounds pretty <laughs> on point. They're known for other <laughs> shit, too, but we don't we need to discuss that here because I just brought it up without saying it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, the quick summarization is Pope Day was just for a bunch of people to get together and like fight and then burn things <laughs> that look like the Fuck. Pope. That definitely sounds very Boston. That's so metal in a way, though. Yeah, it's the most Boston thing. Like, we got a song for them by Trevor Moore they should play next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys want to listen to more about it, uh, the Dollop podcast did a whole episode called Pope Day. That's how I heard about it. It was fucking wild. Oh. Um, really great episode. You mean fucking wild? It was fucking wild, dude. It was fucking wicked. Like, hey, hey, fucking Timmy. Hey, that fucking asshole over there's got a fucking Pope effigy. Let's go fucking kick his ass. We're not <laughs> mocking Boston. We are actually extremely envious of the Boston accent. Mm-hmm. It's it's a wonderful accent. I'm not being sarcastic. It's so distinct. It's one of my, it's my, like, top three American accents. 
I don't know why I correlate Boston with like Irish. Is there a reason for that? Is yeah. There a oh, yeah. Reason? Okay, I thought yeah. so. There's a big reason for that. Well, yeah. I thought so. Waddy Bulger might be come to mind as one, huh? No, yeah, I mean he. Yeah, I thought we could do a whole episode about Waddy Bulger. Anyways, that's not anything to do with my recents. Are you sure? So, Last Oasis, we already talked about. Uh, you know, fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently picked up Dead Rising 2, which, oh. you know, you're familiar with, yeah. CJ. That's, uh, the intro sucks, but I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, look, Dead Rising 2 I got for, like, I think three or four bucks because it was just on sale. And I'm like, oh, this is a fun game to fuck around and just kill zombies, which is basically all I do. I wasn't meaning it was bad. I mean, like, the Zombrex stuff with the daughter. It sucks because I, I always let her down. And I just oh, that's like the, such a um, shitty virtual dad. Off the record, yeah. I'm doing the one where you're Frank West. Oh, okay. Nice. Although you do run into Chuck. Um, spoiler alert, his daughter is very much dead, and he's an unhinged psychopath trying to kill you. Because you couldn't fucking save her. It was impossible, dude. Yeah, so his daughter's now a doll, and he's just drinking and, like, driving his motorcycle with chainsaws. And <gasps> you, like, try to get him to go to the safe house, and he tries to kill you. Ugh. I'm running from him. He is terrifying. Yeah, he sounds like the equivalent of that uh, clown one from, is that the first one? With the dual chainsaws. I think so. I fu- Yeah, that guy also sucks. I just keep running from him. I can't kill him. No, fuck that shit. And if you do anything with the range, he throws Molotov, so fuck that guy. And it's a dead rising, so shooting just you fucking might as well not it's even not have good. a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Just pick up an auger, you'll be fine, and spin him around a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's a fun game where you get to fuck around and kill zombies for the most part. I don't want to, like, put too much thought into it. That's kind of the whole idea. I just hop in and fuck around. You know what the third one brought? Dildo launchers. <gasps> third one is great. That's not a, that's not a joke. <laughs> Shoot dildos into zombies and boink. No, third one was a great game. <laughs> yeah. The third one had a great humor. It got very Saints Row the 30 with the humor. Yeah. This next game I picked up for like six dollars. It was originally uh mm-hmm. a full price of like sixty, and I'm ready to get shit on for this, but before it happens, in my defense, I'd like to say that anime fighting games are always fun. So it's um Naruto to Baruto, however you pronounce it, Shinobi Strike. Which is kind of like a Dragon Ball Xenoverse game, but in the Naruto world. Sounds even more dorky. I'm joking. I'm yeah, joking. Yeah. I do like... I, I've seen some Naruto. I like Naruto. I actually have that on my watch list to watch. Well, like, CJ, you remember... You might not remember those uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse games I'd play? Yes. Sports, yeah, so you're kind of like in a different reality. You get to go around going to different timelines, different levels of difficulty for the matches. So who are you playing as? Are you playing as a one of the characters from... Nope, you create a character. Okay, I want to be Kakashi, though. You can make a character that looks just like Kakashi. I gotta learn that secret finger jutsu. <laughs> <laughs> I got some secret, secret finger jutsu. <laughs> 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 actually is my character's mentor, though. <laughs> nice. You get to choose what village you're from, and I think all that affects is the headband, because I believe you get to learn like any style and everything. Oh. There are four different types of like basic classes, attack, uh, support, range, healing, all that shit. They have arena modes, boss fights, online co-op, offline. It's, I mean, for like six or seven bucks, it's a very fun, like, run-around game. I like it. I thought you said reach-around game. I was excited. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know what? It does sound kind of fun. Even if you're not into Naruto too much, it sounds like it'd be fun. Like, I remember... Naruto a little bit from middle school, mm-hmm. and I don't know like much of the storyline. I know the characters a little bit, and that's about it. I remember Kakashi vividly. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, how can you not? <laughs> 
He was a pervert, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a thousand years of death. The fighting, though, and, like, every the action and everything, just like the show is kind of fun. That's kind of what, mm-hmm. like, got me to it. And like I said, it was seven bucks. Even if I hate it, I'm like, fuck it. If I can get seven dollars worth of entertainment out of this, it's worth it. I paid 20 for Daisy standalone, so pff, you made a great deal, trust me. Mm. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. We all make bad choices. Still playing UFC 4, still not doing great on hard mode, but I'm working towards it. Mm. CJ, here's a question. Do you notice that some UFC fans, and I don't mean this as an insult to you or anyone directly, um, are kind of dumb as dirt? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I only like UFC and MMA because it's an extension of martial arts. Yeah, my mom got me into karate when I was younger, and I, I went to karate class and judo class for a while till we got very nomadic. So, yeah, that was just something I came back to, and it was just during the tag, body spray, tap-out shirt era, and I, that's the type of guy you are talking about, right? Yeah, because, like... He probably dates girls half his age. <laughs> well, like, all right, so everyone, at the time this is fucking being recorded, it's kind of more recent news, after it airs, it'll be much later, but the... Will Smith fucking Chris Rock slap, right? That whole thing? Yeah. No, no, no. Some articles are calling it an open-handed punch. What the fuck is an open-handed... The fuck is an open-handed punch, bitch? A punch consists of a closed fist. What the fuck? They're pretending... He's not like... He didn't slap him like they do in the slap-out contest, you know? He's barely... You know, though... This is what gets me about this, though, in UFC fans, okay? Because this is like... I had a whole rant for two or three days about this. There were two UFC fighters that had a similar-ish uh, incident. I guess one of them made fun of their the other guy for being a deadbeat dad. They fought in the ring. The guy that was a deadbeat dad lost terribly. Mm-hmm. So then he took it personal and jumped the guy, right? Yeah. On the street, masked up and everything, trying to hide his identity. <laughs> so we're talking about a trained UFC fighter ambushing another one with, like, a flying knee and everything, chipped his tooth. Like, fucking full-on assault of the guy. And people are like, oh, it's the same thing. Why would why do you snitch? I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Not the same. Not the same thing. It is not the same thing. MMA is a sport. The UFC is supposed is a sport, like boxing. It's a sport. Street fighting is not a sport. It is a life-or-death situation. He could have killed him. You're getting attacked by a trained fighter on the street whose intention is to, like, ambush you. You don't know what the fuck he's up to. Yeah, You're out to dinner no. and all of a sudden you get a fucking flying knee to the that face. That is not the same. Will Mitch slapped him in public for disrespecting his wife. Like, that's, it's not the same thing. There's no way, shape, or <sighs> form the same fucking asses. thing. I screenshotted this Reddit comment this guy made. He talked about... <laughs> fucking Reddit. He talked about going out to eat with this girl and basically, like, getting into this huge fucking fight and, like, oh, we ended up kicking all these hood rat asses. And I was like, oh, God. You're so... You're such you're a dumb so fucking cliche. You're bro. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're lying yeah. so hard it hurts me, man. Oh. <laughs> Drink another Red Bull and punch a wall, Chad. And then hurt yourself because you don't actually know how to punch through a wall because you're lying. We all know what he's really saying is, I hope I get her drunk enough so she doesn't realize how small my dick is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, basically, UFC 4, that's been about it. Um, you guys ready for a quick commercial break? Yeah. yeah. A little breaky? Are you feeling sick from that winter's cold? What can perk you right up? A warm bowl of poop noodles. Mm. It's good for the soul and the whole. I feel better already. Ah, so we are back. 
and talking about our sketch comedy show. Uh-huh. Now, this opens up with a sketch that, if I'm not mistaken, um, of course, that's who asked for this, episode three. Also known as Quaff. Quaff. Now, it opens with Southern Sex Ed. CJ, this was originally your idea, correct? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm proud of this one. It's one of my favorites. I, think I liked this one, too. These, this sort of one starts like any of our dumb ones that I might come up with. Where I'm like, I just say, like, a dumb idea. Pretty much I just talk, and something stupid comes yeah. out eventually. Something something strikes my fancy, and I'm like, well, I guess it's going to be a thing we do. If you say enough stupid shit every now and then, you'll say something that's slightly smarter that seems brilliant. And that might have been the case there. But, uh, yeah, I remember the script of it. I don't remember if we – I think we had a script, but then I just – we just improv, both of us. We yeah. just said, fuck the script. It was mainly like a loose outline of what we wanted to happen in what order. They were like, well, here's a book we have. Here's some uh, sinner's blankets. Keani helped throwing out lines and improving with us. Mm-hmm. Keani was involved in that production. She was, uh, if I'm, if I'm, she was a camera woman. And uh, when did she do the sound, too? I don't know. I did something. She might have done sound, and she also did my makeup and hair. Yes, I, did. I remember I did. that for I did sure. Press Cody. I also yeah. held the paper featuring my arm. I held the paper with the penis on it next to your face. Yes, yes, oh, okay. I remember now. Thank you. That was, that was a wonderful job. I've yeah. never had a cock held so gently next to my face <laughs> since yesterday. That wasn't your face, asshole. It was my face. Um, <laughs> well, let's, not, let's not lie here. We know CJ's had a cock held gently next to his face. So, not several gently. times actually <laughs> uh-huh. okay no. but yeah. um <laughs> this jo- i feel like there are, if i have one note about this uh sketch is that maybe we pull out some jokes a little too far but it was our second sketch uh go hard or go home uh, <laughs> you know i liked every bit of it i'll be honest the um <laughs> i liked every bit of it yeah i liked the baker's dozen joke got me because I, that was new to me at the time <laughs> oh, you never baker's heard that expression dozen. <laughs> you could i mean you know me by now if you say an expression i've never heard before i i get uh, i cackle over it and then i obsess over it baker's dozen, baker's dozen. <laughs> now i will i will admit the air of homophobia i used could have been better but that was sort of the joke of that character is that he's the, the south in general they're so sexually regressed down there uh-huh. and and the most homophobic guys say some of the gayest shit they do oh my god they do i'm convinced that anyone that is hella homophobic is, has yeah. tendencies has okay. gay tendencies and that's why they're so like raw it's only a hit dog hollers i know you've heard that term mm-hmm. before me, me and a friend, Cody, and I have, I haven't talked to her in a while. Uh, we were talking about, like, dude, she's been around. She's from Chicago. And she's like, a lot of them dudes are very homophobic. They'll threaten to hit you if you touch them. I'm like, what the fuck are they worried about? Yeah. Are they worried about Jesus just the Christ. gay rubbing off on them? Then they just start sucking you off. What are they worried about? I don't, yeah, that's one thing that really confounds me about like humans as a whole. Uh, I, I go to a gay bar. No one better try to touch me. It's like, dude, trust me. You're safe. First of all, they know. Yeah. Second of all, if a gay man flirts with you, take it as a fucking compliment. Yes. Because when I say the gay community is vicious, like they will tear you to fuck up. The fact mm-hmm. that you're even getting flirted with at all is a huge, is a huge fucking compliment. Take it as a compliment. If anyone who's not a very old man with a wad of money and a cowboy hat is flirting with you, it should be a compliment, right? At least yeah. I'm speaking for me, myself as a dude. 
from a human since we're going so far off topic, but we're getting this realm now. From a human perspective, it's just like, why the fuck can't you just let people be happy, man? I don't get it. This yeah. is what our this is what our work does to people. It makes them think, right? It makes them really sure. challenge and really think. I tried to challenge my inner Brody, and it didn't work. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's all fucking confounding. But yeah, the whole joke was just based on like the lack of proper education, yes. particularly sex oh education God. in the South. And CJ, of course, can speak to that a little bit more than the rest of us. But well, I mean, down in the south, and it's like this in a lot of schools because I feel like you know the right wing took charge in that. Is that here's here's how sex education tend to work in the schools I went to, right? Your dick will fall off. <laughs> Your dick will fall off, and you you will die if you even think about a girl. You know, there was sort of that vibe, unless you're married. Uh, and of course, you know, religion yeah. does work its way into southeastern schools heavily. Um, you should never have sex until marriage. I know that you're a horny teenager, but trust me, it's like no, that's not how that works. No. And you can't tell a horny teenager not to no. have sex. That's not how that. When goes. I say my mama had a bulk pack, Sam's Club bulk pack of condoms in the motherfucking cabinet, as soon as I, as soon as she even like could f- had an inkling that I was looking at boys, she put my ass on birth control. She mm-hmm. said, "I'm not condoning this, but we're also not going to end up with teen pregnant. We're also you're not going to have a teen pregnancy. We're not doing that." <laughs> she kept that motherfucking thing on her. Uh huh. Yeah, and despite the fact that I was a fucking loser throughout my entire high school experience, my mom still encouraged the fact that I should have a condom. Yeah. Never needed it, but it still <laughs> hey, worked. <laughs> I'm in the same club as you. That one condom that just fucking expired. You just gotta have it because you're a guy in school. If you don't have it, you're a fucking loser for some reason. It's like when you put that condom in your wallet, you were so sure it was gonna get used. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it even started to believe you. It was like, yes, I matter. And then over time, it's like, dude, you're farting on me. That's all that's happening here. What are you doing? You don't need me for, to make a ring in your wallet anymore. Take me out. I'm all dry and brittle now. And then if you're like me, by the time you got there, you forgot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they didn't have pullouts uh, back in my day. That's quitting, and quitting is for quitters. <laughs> you were taught the push and pray method. I was push taught. and pray. <laughs> yeah. I will say that um that bit you do, speaking of condoms, when you put the sinner's blanket in your mouth and the hot dog, I fucking gag. I, <laughs> I died laughing. That, that was, was one. Of, that was one of the scenes that I fucking died laughing trick. in while we were recording. <laughs> yeah, you fucked up the first take. If yeah. I recall, CJ was irritated. He had to do it again. He's like, no, I wasn't really irritated. He's like, we were still recording. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't. It was an accident. Oh, the purposeful gag I did. Yes. I think you're like, I don't want to do this more than. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nice little, you know. I don't like that lube that that's on it. It's just you feel it in your mouth for so long. That doesn't taste good. No. It also doesn't help that there were just condoms that we had laying around that I don't think we actually used. Yeah. And I do want to pat myself on the back for that center's blanket bit. Um, I go right now on the internet and see if you can find any slang that correlates it to a condom. And if not, you got to go find our YouTube channel, Waft, and subscribe to it. Yeah, we'll post it all over the place too. Because why the fuck not? Yeah. You can find the you can find the fucking link in the description. Do it, you fucking quitter. Follow us. Fucking quitter. Yeah, go listen in the commentary. You might just hate it. You might just tell us how dumb we are, and that's okay because we know. And that's okay because <laughs> it's still a comment on the fucking video. <laughs> yeah. The name of the show is literally "Who asked for this?" We know what our comedy yeah, is. Yeah, we. Nobody asked for this. That's why we're doing yeah. it. Just it's basically the the inspiration of the show is just when Cody and I just talk in general. No one asked for our shitty opinions and dumbness yeah. that we say, but it happens, and we keep doing it. I'm I'm not sorry it happened. I'm sorry you just took it that way. Speaking of taking it that way, 
this little segment we have here of me stirring the shit pot. Mm, I love that. That's so great and stupid. When you mentioned <laughs> it, I remember laughing on the spot. Well, that's so stupid. Let's do it. <laughs> we were looking around. We're like, we need something. I'm like, all right, pot, ladle. I'm like, what am I just stirring this pot of shit? Turns out that would match my personality to a <laughs> fucking tea later. Stir it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Our, our buddies at Fan Freaks could attest to that. I'm constantly stirring the fucking pot over there. <laughs> You know, that when whenever we had moments like that, that's when I was glad we decided to do those little filler things and sort of structure oh, yeah. skits. I like the little <laughs> fillers, the random little... Mm-hmm. I still think one of my favorite ones is, um, I don't know if we already went through it, I think it might have been one of the earlier episodes, but we put the camera in the fridge, and it was like three takes. You went in there, grabbed something. Oh yeah, the shot, yeah. Yeah, I went in there to grab something else, then the third time you're in a shootout using it for cover. Yeah, and that final time, I'm shot, clearly, and I just go in for another one. <laughs> <laughs> just so fucking good. It, it, they were kind of uh, easy to come up with, because like, it was just moments like that. Like, Hentai Tales, another great one we did. Oh, yeah. I was like, what do I have laying around? I'm like, well, I had that NASA jacket. Can we make a quick joke with that? Yeah. I'm like, well, what's, like a, what's a throwaway line at the end? Oh, yeah, Hentai. It's just very, <laughs> not even, like, too on the nose that, you know, dude's wife is getting banged by some sort of tentacle alien. Yeah, some sort of tentacle alien squid thing. You just got screeching happening, and then he's clearly witnessing his wife being banged by something. Mm. And the hentai weren't. We, hentai, not even once. We got to give that PSA. We give a lot of PSAs in our show, actually. What I stand by with wow. Just rated R at this point, okay? You know, of course, you know, I, there are things production from a production value standpoint. I wish we, you know, especially with our older skits where we just had to use recycled footage, like that was compressed and very bad quality, like performance issues. Yeah. Um. You know, even though performance issues has pretty nifty VFX in it. Actually, now that I think about it, performance issues would be our second one that we shot, but we didn't release it until well after. Right. So, Southern Sex Head is our third skit, mm-hmm. I think. Because these okay. these skits started out before we structured WAFT. Was, they were just something we did for fun. It all started with Soy right. Boy in regards to skits and Snow, <laughs> Soy Boy Kwando, and then snowballed from there. We just had a blast with them. There was a lot of, like, a lot of the stress you have with more serious shoots with films aren't there with comedy if everyone's having fun and i mean it's not even there with like drama and horror if everyone's in the mode everyone's in the right mode and that atmosphere is there um and you know and especially when the actors start bouncing off each other cody and i have been joking around so long we just naturally bounce off each other yeah kiani as well we we all three naturally bounce off each other Uh that's why you know we're doing this I assume that's why you guys still listen to our podcast and our numbers doubled and probably has a little bit to do with our friends over at Two Idiots in a Dog podcast. Thank you guys. Yeah, anyway, yeah. surely not to hear me babble incoherently, I hope. <laughs> or me be a fucking <laughs> I missed that CJ guy no one said. Yeah, that's right. I, read. I know. Actually, I got a lot of voicemails, DMs. Um, our, our listenership dropped heavily. People were fucking irate. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, they, they wanted you back so badly, I actually got a death threat once. Well, tell that dude he Damn. can start watching again. Well, guess what? We're back, motherfucker! Yeah, you can watch again, dude. Thank you for... Even though we're an audio-only yeah, platform, you can, you can totally you watch, can watch again. It. Dude, I watch podcasts. I don't care. And I'm, I'm, I'm not... That sounds like something a Joe Rogan fan would say, don't it? Yeah, bro. I just fucking no. Even even if it's just audio, like you can go to um, our Red Lens production page and find Robots Don't Age there as well. Um, we are a little backlog. A little bit. But I, I'm a YouTube guy, and for some, I hate Spotify. 
It makes me pay for stuff. I don't like Spotify either, to be perfectly honest. Most people don't, but my thing is that I'm just at work a lot of the time, so I can't really... Well, I used to not oh, watch no. things. We should stick to Spotify. Um, I'm not trying to talk us out of that. I mean, just me personally, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a boomer. I'm a YouTube boomer. I, I'd you like know? to learn how to do, like like little basic stick animations and i'd like to uh, yeah. animate little clips of our fucking podcast they're, even if they're like highly inappropriate there used to be this oh. stick animation software i remember because my first one i did was like this dude and like a, a he had like his hand on a giant on his giant boner and uh-huh. another dude would jump in like a like i guess it's like a ninja or something gonna beat him up but then the guy would pull his own dick off and uppercut him with it and attach him <laughs> back on off screen and it was a looping animation Point is, I, I'm pretty sure you could find that pretty cheap. I mean, free, rather. I have a... It's called um, Procreate that I utilize <laughs> for a lot of my artwork. And it... Uh, just a lot of the things that I do. And it, uh, it's it got an animation thing. You can animate on it. How, do I know how, though? No. Nope. But it's, it's there. there. It exists. Mm-hmm. You know what knows how? YouTube. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. <laughs> I use YouTube to learn most things. That's how I've taught myself how yep. to build out literally everything I've done. Fucking YouTube. That's how I've learned my After Effects skills that I use in these multiple skits. And that's how I'm learning everything on Adobe. Yeah. yeah. They help me greatly, especially in this skit, because uh, when you're in the shark costume, me being pretty new to green screen specifically... You had green. Oh, you're referring to the next one? No, no. In in the uh, sex ed skit, uh, you're. Oh, we're going back. So, yeah, okay. sorry. Uh, I just wanted to briefly mention a, a challenge I had VFX wise with it was your. You had you had a character with the shark hat. The shark hat did have some green in it. And for those of you unfamiliar with green screen, the way it works is you have a color behind the person that ideally the person doesn't have on them or in their t- skin tone, and you tell the computer program to take out that color. Well, if his hat matches that color, some of his hat's invisible. So I had to painstakingly do what's called rotoscoping, which is frame by frame, trace out Cody. Damn. That's probably why there wasn't as much of that one character. Yeah, no, there was. I think I used as much as I could. Uh, yeah, that's fair. We had so much great shit. It was really hard to edit from a standpoint of I didn't want to cut anything, but also it was, it, I think it's already like a, almost a five minute skit, three to five uh-huh. minute skit. It's a very long one. We were trying to figure out how to end, God damn, we're going back, but we were trying to figure out how to end it. And I thought one of the funniest things, I'm like, well, it's the South. Why don't we just introduce yeah. guns into the yeah. South? Just pull out your guns. I thought, I thought that was perfect. Yeah. You know what, Billy? Jump. Those weren't real guns for anyone wondering. <laughs> they were just really convincing props. Yeah. I have way too many of them not to include them in whatever we shoot. Look, the the prop gun collection that Redlands Productions has is on point. They're awesome. And they're, they're non-firing. We don't load the blanks in the ones that have blanks. Just as a disclaimer. We don't fuck with that shit. Yeah, we're not going to do any of that shit. Why are we going to use blanks when we got a CJ that can just make it look like a firing gun? Mm-hmm. Look at Respire. A CJ that can CGI. If you look at Respire, uh, the little short we did, the AK-47, him shooting it at the camera, that is a that is a replica AK. It's nothing inside of its replica. replica. It's just like exterior. It looks like an AK. It doesn't fire. It doesn't eject shells. It definitely doesn't emit light. On Dakota's body when the muzzle flashes. That's all, you know, me, me, I'm sucking myself off a little here, but, you know. I mean, someone's got to do it. I just like talking about the challenges of the VFX. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to bring us back and then randomly to respire, but I just wanted to touch on that little green screen. Speaking of respire, you can find my book of the same name on Amazon and in the back of the car that I sold CJ. Yeah, they're still in there? 
Um, I yeah, I left a copy in the back seat for you. Oh, I thought you meant you left a box of them so I could just like I can I'll sell that shit. I'm looking at my copy right now. Yeah, I left a. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll 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 peep out like I'll go to restaurants right and see who's got to poop really bad and I'll beat them to the bathroom and steal all the toilet paper. Hey, I can give you some. <laughs> I'll give you some toilet paper if you buy this book. Five ninety nine. And then I slide them the toilet paper, and now they also have the reading material, so it's money well spent. That's true. I didn't blackmail them. That's not immoral. Amazon did have it on sale for like $7 the other day. Yeah. So, hey, you know, I don't, it might still be on sale by the time this comes out. I don't fucking know how they dude, do it. I still if get you like sci-fi, check it out, dude. It's fucking awesome. It's more of an expansion upon our universe. But um, anyways, speaking of expansions, what about expanding upon mustaches? <laughs> that fucking skit. Uh, <laughs> that. This was one that I was oddly proud of coming up with for some fucking reason. <laughs> that. I remember I fucking wanted to do an infomercial, the 1920s vibes, and some mustaches are very, like, 20s. I don't know why, but I was like, what if we just do, like, an old-school commercial, and it's mustache cream, mm. and then we just grabbed a jar of mayo. Mayonnaise, yeah. It was like, no, no uh, audio, because for whatever reason, I think we couldn't get an audio person, or we didn't want to use, like, all that, so we just did the voiceover yeah. stuff. I think the, I think the plan yeah. from Jump was to make it, like, a talk-over in 1920s, or not 20s, but that might be too early, but, you know, a very old yeah. commercial. You know, I remember doing like the green screen effects where we would uh, go up separate, but then you just cut it in side by side and everything, and it looked as cheesy and perfect as I wanted it, man. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. I was kind of bummed out I didn't get a better reception, but yeah, maybe people aren't into weird parodies of old commercials. Yeah, we did. We flexed a sort of different kind of comedy I wanted to play with, and that's more of the surreal into the Tim and Eric sort of vibe. Especially it runs a second on the mustache cream with the close-up and some extra loud macaroni noises. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, That's by design, clearly. I'm a fan of Tim and Eric and Eric Andre and these sort of uh, comedians like that. So it's always fun to dabble in it. I do kind of wish I was louder for my screaming bit about the uh, not wearing the Hitler stash, but I gotta be honest, I... Was I recording that at work? I can't remember. Yes. Okay, that's probably why I couldn't scream as loud as I wanted to then. Um, I did it on my authorized break. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Always the model employee, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I care. But I think, uh, yeah, there's, I liked everything about it. I remember going over the dubbing with you, trying to trying to like describe it. And I think I described it right as like... Uh, South Park does it constantly, that, like, old 1950s salesman voice. Right, kind of like at a Denny Man's mustache cream. Yeah, think to the future. The future is now. You must rub it in your mustache to feel invigorated. That kind of vibe. It's great. Uh, It'll make all your hair stand up. On the edge of your cock. So, um, yeah, that's sort of what we were going for. It does work on pubes. With that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was fun. Is um, I didn't even have to really edit out the green screen. I just... Did a yeah. sepia tone over us and spliced us together. It was as straightforward as you can get, really. Um, speaking of straightforward, sir, how do you feel about your parting words of wisdom in this next uh, little segue? <laughs> My parting words of wisdom. <laughs> you know, that's a that's an homage to Waft itself. Mm-hmm. It's really, it is. Because I, I came up with the logo I mean, before sense, we yeah. actually started structuring it. And who asked for this? And I was like, okay, Waft, and I'll spit that. And then, of course, the clever naming of him. If anyone ever c- catches that, let me know if you catch his name. Is Lemmy Takeawith. That's his full name. Yeah. And it's great. I do remember seeing that. Um, Keanu, did you have any oh, takes on our well, awesome we, mustache? Yeah, with the fucking mustaches. I love the fucking mustaches. It makes me want to go out and get a goddamn fake mustache. A. You get the fucking mustache comb for free. 
$2.99. And then before you guys even said that this may be mayo, like, I had in my notes, I said, was that mayo? It was It was <laughs> it literally was mayo. mayo on Absolutely. our face. And then you started, yeah, you started to rub it on your face, and I was like, oh my god. It's oh my god. Shit, yeah. This one time, <laughs> we ordered, well... We were at a like a children's museum thing for my siblings and stuff, and mm-hmm. they had fake mustaches in the gift <laughs> shop. And so me and my sister were like, we asked our stepdad, I said, Riley, will you buy me? We buy us these mustaches? He goes, no, I'm not going to buy you these mustaches. And then he comes back. We're like, oh, okay. So we walk away to, to put them back. And then he comes back like two minutes later, walks up the aisle. He goes, wait, wait, wait. Are you going to wear them? Mm-hmm. If I buy them, I said, absolutely. That's the point. point. And so we walked around (laughs) this children's museum with fake mustaches. And we even, my little brother, he was like maybe two, two or three at the time. (laughs) We put like the huge fucking long ass, like handlebar Hulk Hogan looking mustache on him. And like Mm -hmm. the amount of- Fu Manchu. Yes. The amount of little kids that would like run by and then take a hard stop and like turn slowly and look at him and like touch their own face. Like they were confused. It was- He's a wise man. That's the best thing ever. Steven, he knows mustaches are great fun. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Especially they when they're inconsequential and you can, you know, you're not forced to. Because, like, I, I ain't going to rock a handlebar mustache for a joke. As I am usually committed to my jokes. But not that committed. For one, I don't grow <laughs> facial hair that great anyway. I usually get to the point where my facial hair is like I could twirl my mustache like an evil Disney villain. And then I'm like, oh, I should probably get this thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just starts going into your mouth. All the time. Yeah. If you're like me, I got like three different color hairs in my facial hair, so it doesn't look good. You know, ladies want the silver fox. They don't <laughs> they don't want the silver dark brown and slightly bronze fox. That's not in yet. And and I'm by silver I mean like very very small patch on my chin. You have to believe it looks like a bald spot. You get closer, you're like, Oh shit. Okay. Boys wise. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, mine gets really uh I'm going for more of a thick as opposed to a long beard, but that's you know. <laughs> Oh, I did have it in my notes when we did the the fucking greatest mustaches. I had a little baby beard. Yeah, you had a little yeah. beginning one. Yeah, I was getting there. First time I ever grew a beard out. My hairs, they finally made it back to the length that wasn't that skid. So that's progress. Mm, nice. Thicker too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's thicker, it's darker, nice. it's glorious. You want to you wanna speak about thicker and darker? How about this next get, though? <laughs> the fart? No, we uh, the climbing around. We, we went over the fart. Do you have any more for the fart? Uh, Well, I just really hope someone honestly get something from it of value <laughs> i'm sorry enjoy the wall just, just smell it bitches smell it uh, they just catch it and like you know I, it's not there they you, somehow you know why i did it everyone knows why i did it farts are funny and if you say oh you're not funny you're you're lying to yourself if you think we're too highbrow for fart and dick jokes you don't understand what this podcast is i mean i'm pretty sure they know (laughs) right you're here for a reason sexual innuendos that have happened here they're aware innuendos we talked about sex for like 20 minutes on the other fucking episode not an innuendo at that (laughs) point it's just straight out talking about it that's true yeah we came up with a whole spinoff show called flicking the bean starring you That would be a great podcast name. It would be a great podcast. You would have a lot of listeners uh, and many more that you don't want. It's just us, like, getting messages from dudes asking, like, we would ask the questions of dudes on their behalf, and we would make it try to sound as in their voice as possible, and then you answer without trying to be sarcastic. That sounds great. That's 
sounds phenomenal, actually. It's a whole talk show about sex that we do on the side. And poop we, noodles. We and poop noodles. Poop, flicking the bean and poop noodles. That's our, it's like, a, now it's like a radio It's a thing. deadly combination. Hello, welcome back to flicking the bean and poop noodles. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking punk band. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things, guys. The flicking bean does sound like a, a, a strip joint. Uh-huh. I hope oh. our future um, employers listen to this and like these motherfuckers. <laughs> it's an all-female gay bar. We are our future employers. What the fuck? Oh god, no! I literally like for the job interview <laughs> I had, I sent them a list of like Redlands videos, so they could just find all the shit that we talk about. No, oh, I don't. Waft isn't on there. Uh, no, just individual sketches. It shouldn't be. So this next sketch. Clowning around. I'm extremely proud of myself for this one. I loved this. I loved this one. Yes. I believe this is one that I came up with, CJ, if I'm correct. Yeah. This was 100% you. Our friend Chris, I love him to death. Um, he's the one who stars as the clown. He loved the script so much that he actually sent me a video one day that he shot on his cell phone of like him doing the first part. And I'm like, oh, we got to get this fucking thing rolling, man. He, like, he is so eager to get started on this. He does great. He's really good. You know, it, being in such a small area that, that you guys are, I think that you've been pretty lucky to find, like, pretty, I guess... Blessed. I don't really like using that, but you know what I'm saying? To find mm-hmm. the people that you like the talent that you have found, because we, there's been a, a, an immense amount of talent that we've, that we've been uh, able to pull together. The cutting room money. floor has the opposite of that as well. <laughs> we, we are decent here. Here's how I am, especially in my first couple performances, anything recorded I did. It was so bad. I was basically like hoping like god please just don't use me oh my god that fucking sucks um so i tend to if if i'm not i don't only do it if i show the actors everything as it's happening when it's cut at, since i'm all proud of my shit and stuff i send it out we've had talent you know you just kind of go through it yeah. i think the important what we found with like chris and uh eric and john and you know any any other shauna any or sean rather sorry um any person we work with, the uh, that you know, we we make sure we have that chemistry and that vibe with. Yeah. Um, especially if it's comedy, because what we even if it's horror, we make sure that there's that vibe there that we're. It feels like at the end of the day, we're just we're just you know hanging out. Yeah. And yeah, and it's one of those things like our comedy spans a pretty broad range in terms of like the type we do, mm-hmm. but also like the things that we do are kind of dark at times. Like even with this one, where it's kind of like, oh, it's a clown, but then it's a fucking funeral. Yeah, even at a fucking <laughs> it's funeral, the most Dave. inappropriate way you could go to a funeral. Mm-hmm. This is a clown. I think that's literally what I came up with. I'm like, well, it's like, how could you fuck up a funeral? You just show up as a clown. Like you're. And I was like, oh, well, he's really excited. Like he's got to hurry up. Wasn't I wearing John's, uh, the actor that uh, had that final speaking role? John, you've seen him in. Uh, I believe he was in the Soy Boy. Yeah, he was in Soy Boy sells uh-huh. drugs and the Pontiac skit as well. Yeah. The oh, salesman. Yeah. The, the yeah. Car salesman. He, when he's in, uh, he's in our SCP short that we released on Halloween as well. If you haven't checked it out. Oh yeah. If you like uh, Plague Doctor SCP, go check it out. You'll like it. Zero four nine. It's fun. It's fun. Um, anyway, uh, he, um, I believe I'm wearing his wife's jacket. That's too small for me because his wife is a slender woman and I am not a slender woman. It might've been, if I'm not mistaken, one of the extra ones that I got from Goodwill. It was fucking small, but like, yeah, it was like I got it for like five bucks and it's even kind of small on me, but for you, cause you're like a more significant presence. Yeah. 
I'm 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 a thick daddy. That's such a nice way to say thicker. You're such a significant presence. That's how I'm going to start start describing myself. Not not I'm a thick bitch. I'm a significant presence, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Even at my thinnest point, I still got a big chest and big hips. There's just not no escaping. I do remember you at your thinnest, and that's why I was like, "Damn, I gotta drive him back ten hours to come Mm -hmm. live with me." You're like, I'm gonna have to keep my hands off this ass. (laughs) I'm built for power, not speed. (laughs) Same here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They call us power bottoms, right? Boom, uh-huh. boom, boom. Uh-huh. Boom, boom, boom. That, that's we just cool excited one, right? about half our fan base. <laughs> mm-hmm. um. <laughs> I'm a submissive. It's okay. <laughs> this is what happens when one of your co when your both your co hosts are just like sexually open books. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, We're not prudes. Good on you guys. Yeah. My parents were Gen X, so they kind of encouraged being open. Maybe not necessarily about this, but... I was born to teenage parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so she was as well. They didn't know the meaning of Gen X parents, you know what I'm saying? They're a different breed than boomer parents. Yeah, my I mom's th- only like 48. <laughs> well, yeah, mine, mine too. Mine are about that age, uh, yeah. mid-40s. Yeah, my, mine's no longer here. Thanks for bringing that up. Sorry. Right. Anyway, speaking of funerals. <laughs> yeah, but I met your dad. He's a fucking boomer. He is. Have you guys ever noticed that by the way, like I don't I don't know about you, but when you go to a funeral, like at least one cell phone goes off yes. each time. Yeah. It drives me fucking mad. <laughs> we should have included a cell phone going on. I know, that's we what had I'm the guy like, showing up in just a jacket and jeans. I feel like it should have been the clown the cell clown. phone to yeah. go off. Right, if he would have, like, pulled something, like, oh, excuse me, and it would have been, like, a ridiculous thing, like a fucking giant yeah. red phone. Right <laughs> after he puts yeah. the nose on John, he just, hold on. <laughs> I feel like he needed to pull a couple things out of his shirt first before he got to the phone. Like a fake like, fish. Like, yeah. like, yeah, like, there'd be an obnoxiously long <laughs> ring, fish. and it'd be, oh. like, he's gonna pull a rubber chicken out, and then some of that, like, long right. ass, like, tied together Tissue knots. Paper, like, if we, if we, I don't remember if we shot the spatula before or after, but it would have been, I mean, potato masher skip, but it would have been... Oh, it was oh, after. Oh, fuck. Well, we could incept yeah. our. We can get a time machine and change that. We'll be like, trust me, bro. This would be good. <laughs> this is going to be great for an inside joke years later. <laughs> well, maybe months, right? <laughs> it it, months? I felt like it wasn't years. Time it's is so. It's relative. You're right. Recorded that because I've been I've been here for for almost three years now. Do you guys remember things before COVID when it wasn't like everything was pre 2020? I don't even. <laughs> and now it's just kind of like yeah. a jumble. Yeah, I trust trust me, dude. I barely remember. Yeah, things just. Kind I of barely existed. remember like past couple years. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else for this uh, clowning around bit? Uh, no, it was, it was really fun. Chris mm-hmm. Chris had a great time. It was mm-hmm. easy to cut. There was no bad takes, so it was pretty good. I said, didn't I do his face paint? Or did, some, did he do his own face paint? I think he did, because yeah. he started doing it in the mirror. Yeah. yeah, no, he was very dedicated to doing this. I think this. I just I mean, I remember the, the face paint. Outfit. That might have mm-hmm. been it. That checks yeah. out. You usually are in the makeup department in some way yeah. or the other. You made me look beautiful for this episode. Yeah, you're welcome. Wonderful job. It answers the age-old question, would you fuck yourself if I was dressed like that? I don't know. Probably not. No, it's too cheap. No. No, it's exactly. The hair extensions are clearly fake. I just, eh. Guys, I'm not my own type. Could you imagine dealing with me on a regular basis? Exactly. I I do. (laughs) That's true. I don't know how the fuck you do it. You're a saint, sir. I'm very patient. I know, that's the only reason why we're still friends, because I'm a dick. <laughs> I'm an asshole. And and together, we make poop noodles. That's true. We just fit together so well. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, on that note. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Poop Noodle. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't. Is that me? Do I gotta be poop? I don't want to be the poop noodle. No, are, you, are you going to create a Twitter? I don't think. Will they let you make a Twitter account with the handle Poop Noodle? If I make it, will you let that? Will you handle that account? CJ? Yeah. I sure like, can. Just, okay. just be obscene shit. Just say obscene shit all the fucking oh time. Just, just post oh. the words obscene shit constantly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can follow us on Twitter at robots.donage. And you can follow me um, on IG and uh, TikTok at Abundant Studio. Yeah, and I'm, uh, you know, you know my deal, guys. You'll find me at Poop Noodle at Twitter. I can't believe we're going to have to have Jake come up with a commercial for Poop Noodle now. Yeah. <laughs>